0: Welcome to the Irresistible You Podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. Here we talk about weight, body image, emotional eating, and other personal development topics. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University and IrresistibleIcing.com. Let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to the Irresistible You Podcast. This is episode number seven. And Today, I'm going to be talking about some topics within the body positivity world that are sometimes not always the most popular opinion, and I'm okay with that because the reason I got into doing what I do, which is empowering women to create irresistible lives by breaking down the bullshit barriers with body image and all the feelings that are wrapped up in our weight I got into this not because it's a trending term online or it's a trending hashtag. I do this because I live this. This is my journey and this is my story and this is what I get so fired up about and so passionate about and it's my purpose here in this world to share my stories and the things that I've gone through so that I can hopefully empower you to create the life that you know that you deserve and I have a different outlook than some of the people who are in this space and I want to share that with you today because I have been seeing so many people jumping on the train around body positivity, body image, emotional eating, binge eating because they think it's popular because they think it's going to raise their page views or their podcast downloads or their dollars at the end of the day. And that's not why I'm here. And I hear a lot of these, and I'm not saying everyone is, is in it for those reasons, but what I've been noticing is a lot of dangerous and false information that's being shared. That is not helpful to someone in this situation. And. If you have never, so, so first of all, let, let me just get one thing clear. When we talk about body image and how we see ourselves in our bodies and our skin, that is completely different than someone struggling with a legit weight problem, right? Because body image doesn't discriminate thin women, medium-sized women, fat, chubby, obese, all of us at some level, have some body image hangups in the way that we view our bodies. So that is not what I'm talking about today. What I am talking about is weight. And I'm talking about weight for people like myself that have struggled their entire life or a majority of their life and have always been the token, quote unquote, fat girl. I am talking about the women who have tried a million diets And their weight is not just a vanity thing, but it's actually affecting their lives. And I hear so many people in this industry saying, you know, to kick binge eating, stop, you know, just, just focus on intuitive eating. You can be healthy at any size and you should never intentionally try to, to lose weight. And I am here today, as I've done in the past to call bullshit on all of those things. because. So many people that are spreading that message have never walked a day in our shoes. They have no idea what it feels like to be humiliated, to be ridiculed because of the size of your body. They have no idea what it feels like to walk into a restaurant or walk into anywhere that has chairs and tables. And the first thought that goes across your mind is, oh my God, am I going to fit? Am I going to break the chair? They have no idea what it feels like to walk into a a, a mall with hundreds and hundreds of stores. And before you even go in there, you already know that literally nothing in that mall is going to fit. They have no idea the humiliation of sitting in a dressing room, not because you don't like how something looks on your body. That's kind of different. They don't know the humiliation of nothing fucking fits. And yeah, I'm going to be using some language today. So get your earbuds on because I'm fired up, guys. They have no idea what that feels like. They have no idea what it feels like to be terrified to go to school every day because everyone's going to call you fat girl and pig and tub of lard and fat ass and all of these disgusting names. And let me tell you something. If you've never walked a day in our shoes... You don't get to tell that story because, honey, it is not yours to tell. And there's a big difference between someone struggling their whole life of just wanting to lose five pounds for vanity purposes when they don't even need to lose five pounds versus someone who's struggling with 50, 75, 100, 150 plus. You have no idea what that feels like unless you've lived it. And you can't pretend to know what that feels like. And you can't pretend to know, pretend that you know the answer when you're not qualified to give that answer. Now, I don't have fancy letters after my name. And I'm not here to knock anyone that does. But I also know from a personal level, I don't want to work with someone who's never been in struggle the same way that I have. And I'm sick and tired of seeing these so called experts who took an online class to be a coach telling people how to live their life when they don't know what it feels like to be the fat girl. They don't know what it feels like to have that humiliation. They don't know what it feels like to lock yourself in the house and not want anyone to see you because you know you're too fat, right? And I don't want this to take anything away from body image issues that all of us go through. OK, because I recognize that there's women that are traditionally and what society says are thin and, you know, have the, the, the right body size, if you will. And those women have issues, too. And those are people that I help as well. I'm talking to the girls that have been called fat girl, the girl who's been called, hey, you fat bitch, the girl who's been taunted and humiliated and harassed by people their entire life because of the way they look because of their weight. That's who I'm talking to right now. And people that have struggled with their weight all of their life, like myself, are typically binge eaters and emotional eaters. And one of the things I constantly hear is you need to just learn how to be an intuitive eater. I think intuitive eating is a cop out. I think it is a bunch of bullshit. If it works for you, congratulations. That's 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 fantastic if it works for you. And I'm speaking from a place of someone who tried intuitive eating and it did not work for me. Okay? Intuitive eating means you're just supposed to listen to the signals in your body. You're just supposed to know when you're full. The problem is when you're a chronic lifelong binge eater, You don't know how to listen to your body because your body has always told you to eat until you want to puke, to eat everything in sight, to eat all the sugars, all the carbs, all the comfort food. That's what your body tells you to do. And there is some level of like when you're in recovery with binge eating, you do have to start listening more to the signals in your body, but you can't solely just rely on intuitive eating. And I hear them say, you know, just let everything go that you've ever thought about food for a while. Your your weight's gonna fluctuate up and down. And let me tell you something, I tried intuitive eating. I gained, I don't know, like 30 or 40 pounds trying to do intuitive eating. So I'm coming from a place of saying, if you have always been the fat girl, if you have been struggling with a significant amount of weight most of your life, you need parameters in your eating plan. I know I do now that is different than saying you're on a diet. You can only have X, Y, and Z. And you know what? Sometimes there are trigger foods like let's be real and put that on the table and stop acting like there aren't things called trigger foods because there are so intuitive eating to me is not something for someone in recovery from binge eating or emotional eating. That is something you should be directing them to go do because That's going to cause you to gain more weight. And when I hear people saying, just listen to your body, well, my body's telling me, girl, go eat you some cheeseburger, go eat you some milkshakes, go hit up that drive through. That's what my body's telling me. And even when I'm in a good place, you know, it gets better with time. But what I'm trying to say is, if you need to have parameters around what you're eating, and when I say that, let me just use myself as an example. I make it very well known that I don't believe in like crazy fad diets. Okay. I've tried them all. I am a huge believer and practicer of, that's even a word, of Weight Watchers. Some people are going to call that a diet. That's okay. Weight Watchers has taught me a lifestyle. It has taught me, hey, you like icing? Girl, you can eat that icing. Oh, you like cheeseburgers? Yep, you can have that too. It has taught me moderation. It has taught me not to binge because I have a daily and weekly allotment of points that I get to pick and choose what I'm gonna eat. I have learned to be so much more healthier in what I choose to eat. And it helps me with my binging. So having a healthy boundary and parameters around what you're eating if you're a binge eater or an emotional eater, you need to have those because otherwise I know how it feels. You're going to feel completely out of control. You're going to feel completely out of control. If you're supposed to just all of a sudden, after all these years in your life, trust your body to make those choices for you, because I know what your body's going to tell you. So to me, intuitive eating is bullshit. Right. Maybe that's something you can get way, way down the line in your recovery. But when you're just starting out and you're trying to reverse 20, 30 more years of behavior, you can't just tell someone to start eating intuitively because you're not acknowledging what got them there in the first place. Okay. the second thing I hear constantly is health at every size, Now I'm hearing health at every size from the skinny women on one side, and I'm hearing health at every size from extreme, extremely obese women on the other side. And I'm going to call bullshit on it for both, for both sides. Can you be healthy at any size? Yes, to an extent. And let me explain. At my largest weight, I was constantly winded. I could not zip my boots up over my ankles. I could not go up and down stairs without feeling tired. I was constantly wondering if I was going to fit in chairs, roller coasters, airplanes. I was right on that border of teetering of I almost am not going to fit in those things. And while my physical health is causing that, that takes a big toll on, my mental, on your mental health. So saying you can be healthy at every size is not really a good statement to be saying because Having that much weight on your body, it is a scientific fact that it is crushing your organs, it's pushing them down, it's leading to diabetes type 2, it's leading to high blood pressure, it's leading to clogged arteries. That is just science, people. And I am sick and tired of people trying to deny that that is just what it is. You know... (laughs) If you're going up the scale and up the scale and up the scale, that weight is going to take a toll on your health. You're not going to be able to run a certain distance. You're not going to be able to bend over without feeling like you're going to pass out. So to tell people health at every size, I feel like that's a cop out to say, it's okay. You don't have to try. You don't have to keep doing this. Just accept who you are and be where you're at. Okay. You know, my message is to love yourself, to feel irresistible no matter your weight. But if your weight is affecting your physical health, your mental health, and your emotional state, then it's okay to do something about it. And you should be doing something about it in a healthy, balanced way, because otherwise, that's going to take you down a really bad road (laughs) down in the future. So, health at every size, I said, Can you be healthy at every size? And I said, Maybe. Let me explain. I'm never going to be skinny. I'm never going to be society's version of thin. And I'm so okay with that now. I love my body type. I love to be curvy. I have a little bit extra fat on me right now than I'd like to have. And I'm working towards becoming healthier and getting that off. Um, So, at my ideal state and my ideal body to someone else, they're going to think I'm fat. They're going to think I'm unhealthy just by looking at my body. But I know. I carry a high number on the scale, even at my healthiest size, even at my healthiest, like where I've been in the past. So I do believe that you don't have to be a size two, a size four to be considered healthy because I know plenty of people that are that are thin that way and they are so unhealthy. So that statement, I feel like has a big caveat that goes with it because it's not necessarily true because I will argue with you all day long that you cannot weigh 300, 400, 500 pounds and be healthy at that size. It's not possible. The next thing I hear constantly is that intentional weight loss is wrong. It means you're disordered. It means you don't love yourself. And that's bullshit too. Because again, that's telling people just give up, just accept where you are, don't better yourself, health at every size, remember, so you really shouldn't need to lose weight intentionally. There is a difference between dieting in an unhealthy way and losing weight in a balanced, aligned way. Those are two separate things. And so you can still lose weight and not hate yourself. I'm in a place right now. Could I stay where I'm at? Yeah, sure. But I also know I'm capable of better. I'm capable of more. I can be more healthy. I can be more in shape. And I choose that. I want that. But I don't sit here any longer like I have in the past and hate myself and pinch my fat rolls till I get bruises and you know, say disgusting, mean things to myself. It means I love myself. I accept where I'm at and I'm not waiting for my weight to live my life, to feel irresistible, to look irresistible, put my high heels on, to put my makeup on, to do my hair. I'm going to do that shit and I'm going to do it now. And you should be doing that now too. I don't care how much you weigh. So my message to you is love yourself now. Don't wait for the weight. But if your weight is affecting your quality of life, your health, and when I say health, I mean physically, mentally, and emotionally, then, girl, you've got to do something about it. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and tell you not to because your weight does limit what you're able to do physically. That is a fact. And when you lose weight, you will feel better physically. You will look better. And to keep denying that to me is really dangerous that these people are saying losing weight is not going to be the end all be all to make you happy and solve all of your problems and make your life perfect. That is never going to happen from weight loss, but it will make you feel better. It will make you look better. And and it's an amazing feeling to be able to go in a store and put clothes on and know that something there is going to fit and zip those pants up and not have to huff and puff and, and yank them up over your big hips. It feels really good. And let's not deny that. Let's not try to be politically correct and say it doesn't. Um, you know, there's a big difference between dieting dangerously. And I don't believe in dieting and just living a healthy lifestyle. And that's what I do. I eat moderate. I, I, I eat healthy as much as possible. I eat in moderation, I have my icing, I have my cake, I have my fast food, I have what I want without going into a bench. I live an active lifestyle. I don't look at exercise as torture of having to go to a gym and sweat to death for 45 minutes. I find things that just naturally fit into my life and I live an active lifestyle. And I do a shitload of work on my mind and my soul. And that's where all this irresistible life framework stuff that I talk about comes from. Because until you can look at it as not just you stepping on a scale, it's never going to work. You're going to keep the yo-yo going. You're going to keep hating yourself. You're going to keep feeling like you're not good enough because of your weight. And I want to say that if you're on a weight loss journey, that's awesome. That's fantastic. But love yourself in the meantime, don't wait for the weight to get dressed up, to go to an event, to, to, you know, talk to people that you want to talk to. Don't wait for the weight. You are fabulous. Now you are irresistible now, and you'll be irresistible and fabulous when you lose weight too. So I hope that makes sense. And, um, you know, guys, that's my opinions. That's what I feel. That's what I practice. That's what I believe. And if you feel the same way, keep rocking with me because I'm going to be talking a lot more about this. I have so much to share and, I share this and I can say all this from a place of knowing because I walked in those shoes and I'm still walking in those shoes. I'm not just saying things because I have bullshit letters after my name and that I'm just pretending to know what you're feeling. No, 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 no. I get it. And I'm here. You got this. We both got this. And if this resonated with you, share it. Let people know about the podcast. Go over and leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women can find this message and this podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Show me your pics on Instagram, hashtag it irresistible you and stay irresistible. And I will talk to you in the next one.